Hey lovebirds, we're back again with a joint episode of Love Lessons 101. We're back with our last episode of the season with a letter entry from Imogene and Gus, a married couple from Arkansas. The interesting thing about today's entry is that both Imogene and Gus wrote about things that are t- troubling them in their marriage. Imogene writes, I don't know if I married a man or a fool. We have seven children, but I still feel the slightest affection from this man. He don't touch me, kiss me, or hold me. And everyone's starting to notice at home and in church. And Lord knows the last thing I need is for Miss Mammy to think my man don't love on me. Even my beautiful baby, Perfect, asked me why her mommy and daddy don't please and love each other like her friends, Eva May's parents does. Our bedroom is the coldest room in the house. I'd rather sleep on the floor at this point. I must be the ugly purple black brute my mama always told me I was. The worst part is, I asked Gus, do you think I'm pretty? And he had the nerve to say, I ain't never really think about it. What type of husband don't know if their wife is pretty? I feel ugly and useless and I just can't do this anymore. Wow. This has to be the most intense entry we've gotten all season. And it hurts because I hate to hear you talk about yourself in that way. And although I don't know you personally, I can assure you that you are nothing but a beautiful black goddess. And you should always be treated as such and tolerate nothing less. And just hearing the way you articulate yourself in that letter, I completely understand why it hurts you even more that your own husband doesn't make you feel that way. Because that is a prime you know, essential for whoever we are with, our spouse, to make us feel at our high, even at our low. You know, that completion, that self-assurance. And there's definitely a lack of passion within your marriage. I can tell right off the gate. It's clear, it's cut. And this, I, I just, this is really intense. Like, I just still can't get past the way that you talk about yourself in that entry. It hurts, and I would never want anyone to think like that. I wouldn't want my children or my daughter to think of herself like that. So we really need to fix this. So I know we talked about passion before in um, a, a before episode, but I feel like this entry shines the light and raises a different type of talk about passionate love. Because before we talked about, you know, how passionate love gets us into situations. And now we're talking about the importance of passion within a relationship or a marriage because it is important. And before we said, you know, passion is basically what gets you. It's the drive that gets you to, you know, talk to someone or be with someone. And essentially it is really just lust and attraction. And I don't know from the last episode, we kind of like shine like a, you know, a negative light on it when I said that that is that can't be the only reason why you would want to be with someone. But it's not it's not such a negative thing because it is positive and you do need it in relationships. You need passion, you need attraction with someone that you love, and you need that person that you love to show that they're attracted to you as well. So you know it's a mutual thing. So you're you're feeling this mutual feeling. You're feeling that you are what they're looking for. Um, 
whether that's spiritually, intellectually, and physically. You do want to feel that. You want you want to feel like your spouse thinks you're just the greatest person in the world, the most attractive person in the world, and they love you. They love being with you, and they want to love on you. It is very important in a relationship. I've had a relationship that ended just because I was so stuck in my ways and, you know, I was just the person that was like, no, I don't do all that affection, you know, all that kissing, holding hands and all that. And it caused him to really feel that, well, I guess you don't love me. I guess I'm not enough for you. And it completely disintegrated the connection that we had that was even deeper than lust because like we said before, attraction, that's the, I would say that's what, in my way of looking at it, attraction, that's the first level. That's the first step. You know, you have to make sure you're attracted to this person before anything else. So it's layers to love. And if you aren't helping to keep the, um, you know, the layer of attraction and passion healthy, everything under it also is going to disintegrate one by one. It'll start with, okay, lack of attraction. That means the person, you know, they may start to not trust you anymore. They may not even want to communicate with you. And then it's over. What is left? So I feel like passion is a very important piece of love. You have to be passionate with that person. Because, and I feel like, you know what it is too? I really feel like why we hold passion so highly in a relationship is because we look at it as this is the one thing that we have with this one person, you know. It means more to us knowing that our spouse is not out here, you know, holding hands or hugging and kissing, just kissing anybody. It's with you. So that's why it helps make you feel special because that's why it will make you feel like, you know, you're the most amazing person in the world because they're only sharing this connection and those things and those actions with you. It makes you feel special. So you do want to make sure that your spouse feels that way. You want to uplift them. You want them to feel like they're beautiful. They're amazing. And it's just very necessary. And so as far as for Gus, I would say, because I don't know him personally, but I could say it'll either be one of the two things. Either he's just not a passionate lover um, or he's just very nonchalant about everything think about it like ask yourself like is he like is that what it is like is he just you know like the type of person that's like you know i'm just i'm just here for the ride you know like i love you but it's just it is what it is and if that is the case maybe you guys need to have a conversation about that because maybe it's the fact that you imogene are so passionate and you love you know you love the intimacy and maybe he's just not into that and you're not you didn't notice that until after you guys get married you got married so now it's a time where you guys need to communicate and say, you know, well, what is it? You know, like, because it's not going to be healthy if Imogene, if you're just the one who's trying to be intimate and he's the type of person that says, I'm just not an intimate person. And that's a, a contrast. I know we say opposites attract, but that is going to mess up your relationship. It's already messing up your relationship. So it can be those things. It's just a matter of communicating and figuring out where his head is because I know it's definitely possible for someone to be in a relationship with someone that's not you know a passionate lover but they still don't feel like you said ugly about you know feel bad about themselves it's definitely possible it's just figuring out what it is that he wants you know because he may honestly 
really, he may love, he loves you. I mean, I would assume that he loves you. You guys are married. You said you have seven children. That's a really big family. I don't think someone can start a family with somebody they don't love. Maybe he just is not a passionate lover. And so as far as advice, I would say that for you guys, it's very important. Like hearing, now you can actually hear how your wife is thinking about herself. It should definitely push you to want to make her feel like she's the most beautiful woman on this planet and that you would never want to do anybody else besides her. This I've seen a lot of relationships end because of the lack of this. Because, I don't know, sometimes I guess guys, they feel that, you know, they don't want to be seen as sensitive or really soft, so they don't want to be sweet to their wives and everything. But we got we to gotta destroy that entire idea. We're, we're not doing that no more. We're not thinking like that, okay? We're thinking, this is my wife. I love her. She's the most amazing person I have in my life right now. I wouldn't want to lose her. So if that means doing sweet things, like, yeah, I'm a hug on her or I'm a... Um, pick her up some sweet some nice flowers on the way home and we just cuddle her while we're in bed because the bedroom that's your place of sensuality that's that's the the place where you get away from the children and it's youtube this is your sanctuary this is really where you can show that intimacy and that affection to your wife so utilize it even if you know it may not be in your personality trait that's the compromise we take when we get in a relationship or we definitely when we marry someone. Certain things that you didn't do before, they and you know they like, now you have to get out your comfort zone and you have to attend to that. That's a part of marriage. You have you just have to do that. And you shouldn't want your wife to feel this way. And it's, uh, it's terrible that she, you know, talks of herself in this manner. And it should even hurt you. And going on to, from that about the way she talks about herself, I would say, Imogene, also, you know, work on your self-confidence because as a woman, as a black woman, especially, I know it's hard. We have all these standards put on us. We're supposed to look like this, supposed to look like that. They, you know, they think the lighter the black woman, the more pretty, the more important. No, absolutely not. That's all foolishness. It's all these, this is propaganda trying to control the way we think about ourselves. Don't fall for it. Don't fall. For, don't even don't just no ignore it we're completely ignoring that we're getting rid of that idea that lighter women are beautiful and dark women are ugly and useless absolutely not not standing for that you are amazing you are a woman which already makes you a beautiful creature give life you gave life to seven children already you're important manifest it love yourself wake up in the morning look in the mirror and tell yourself I'm beautiful, you know, today's going to be a good day, I'm beautiful, I love my family, I'm grateful. All of those things help manifest, and they may seem like, oh, little things, but no, when you actually say things, when you actually love yourself and you mean it, you're, you're going to see your entire life, everything's going to change. So definitely just work on drilling that in your head, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Hopefully that's will start also helping, you know, make you feel like the queen that you are. But I just definitely don't want you to ever talk about yourself in that manner again. So Gus has sent us a letter and I know he needs some advice. So let's get into it. Gus writes, Emma Jean must be the man of the house because she likes to make all the decisions on her own. Yeah, I do. I don't see her building new coffee tables for the house. 
I don't get a say-so in nothing, so it makes no difference to me. I just handle housework and cleanse my soul by the River Jordan. Even my youngest baby, she went and named her perfect without asking me, which I thought was dumb, and I was embarrassed when Reverend Lindsay said it was a strange name too. She used me for housework and to make babies, nothing else. She needs to understand that this is a partnership. <laughs> wow. Well, Gus, I feel like we have a lot to unfold because this is definitely not good, not good at all. You see, you and Emma G need some union in your marriage. And that's really point blank and period. No relationship at all, let alone a marriage, will last without or even be healthy if there's no union in it. And when there's no union in a relationship, each partner's interest disappears. And meaning, whatever makes your lover happy and what they want will become what you want as well because you want to see them happy. And that seems like Imogene is definitely not doing that. Imogene has to make to realize that, you know what, even though I want our baby's name to be named perfect, and that's what I desire, Gus might not want that. So you're going to have to have, you know, that kind of compromise, which we'll, we'll get into. Well, really, first and foremost, there needs to be compromise. And you guys need to make choices based on the other person. I feel like Imogene, your wife needs to consider your feelings and recognize that she is not in a relationship with herself, but she's in a relationship with you. And that it can be really selfish on those points. And Imogene, you know, if you're listening to this, I feel like you really need to understand that as well, that you just can't um, basically use your husband as that because that's how it really feels that he's being used in the relationship and that you're basically dictating everything in the household and that it's not really a marriage, which is, you know, like two people in the, in the relationship, but it's just Emma Jean and Emma Jean's telling Gus what to do. Um, I think you both really need to sit down and talk and really get down to the nitty gritty on these problems. Um, and like where they're coming from. Emma Jean, why do you feel like you are taking charge in this relationship? And not asking your husband, Gus, his input. Um, you also need to put your foot down, Gus, and tell her that this is not okay. That at the end of the day, that we're in a, we're in a marriage, we're in a relationship, and it's both of us, especially when it comes to our children. We need to make this um, these relationships together. You're just not going to be sitting on the sidelines. You want to be more involved in the relationship and to say, so what goes on in both of y'all's house that you're just not a handyman in the house, like you said. And why it's not okay. You need to tell her why it's not okay, how you're feeling and why, what you guys are going to do to move forward from this? Because I can clearly see there is a big lack of communication in this marriage. And I feel like with union too, honestly, you know, to build a stronger union in a marriage, there needs to be that kind of communication of where you guys can nip these situations in the bud instead of you really just holding them down and then you feel like you're not really having, I guess, some type of control in the relationship. Like this is, you know, it's really not okay. 
And like you said in the end, um, she needs to understand that this is a partnership. And I feel like that's what marriage is really too, really a partnership. That's what union is. It's a partnership in that you guys are together in this. This is not a solo, dolo thing. It's you guys together. And um, Emma Jean, I feel like you need to take that into consideration. And I feel like us, you need to also put your foot down and let express to this to imaging of how you feel okay guys that's the end of this episode and unfortunately the end of this season where we focused on arrows of love and in relationships we really enjoyed hearing y'all's entry and giving y'all's advice and stay tuned to our next series